Resurrection Assembly of God Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. Today's scriptures are Acts chapter 4, verse 32 through chapter 5, verse 11, Luke chapter 3, verse 7 through 14, and 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13 through chapter 2, verse 3. The Resurrected Life. Good morning, church. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. It's the Easter season again. And Easter is not a one-day event. It's a 50-day celebration. It's beyond that. It's the hope upon which we stand day by day, year by year, in our lifetime and across the centuries. Jesus is risen. He's risen indeed. O oh, death, where is your victory? O oh, death, where is your sting? Death itself is swallowed up in the victory of our Lord Jesus Christ to the glory of God the Father for the salvation of the whole world. And so we set aside these 50 days with a hallelujah on our lips. Praise God. Last week, Pastor Joseph reminded us to root our identity in that truth. We are the people of the resurrection. We are born again. We are Christians. Christian Christians. To live is Christ, to die is gain, because in Christ, the grave lays no claim to our bodies. It is nothing more than a cozy bed where we sleep until Christ wakes us up. We are the people of the resurrection. So today, as we approach the word, man, they're praising down there. <laughs> With the resurrection of Christ in our sight, let us look to what it means to be a people of the resurrection. Let us look at what it means to live the resurrected life. So let's read 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 1, or 13 is where we're going to start. Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance, but as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Since it is written, you shall be holy for I am holy. And if you call on him as father who judges impartially according to each one's deeds, conduct yourself with fear throughout the time of your exile knowing that you are ransomed from the futile ways inherited from your forefathers, not with the perishable things such as silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, like that of a lamb without blemish or spot. He was foreknown before the foundation of the world, but was made manifest in the last times for this for the sake of you, who through, who through him are believers in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory so that your faith and hope are in God. 
having purified your souls by your obedience to the truth for a sincere brotherly love, love one another earnestly from a pure heart. Since you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable through the living and abiding word of God, for all flesh is like grass and all its glory like the flower of grass. The grass withers, the flower falls, but the word of the Lord remains forever. And this word is the good news that was preached to you. So put away all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and and all slander, like newborn infants long for the sp- pure spiritual milk that by it you may grow up into your salvation, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good. Let's pray. Lord, indeed, we have tasted and seen that you are good. We ask, O oh God, that you would help to prepare our minds for action that you would help us to set our hope fully on the grace that will be brought to us in the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ and that you will make us holy as you are holy by the blood of the Lamb, by the work of your Spirit, to the glory of you, the God and Father of all. We pray, we ask all of this in your name. Amen. Church, we are the people of the resurrection, and we live a resurrected life. We're not held by the claims of this world any longer. We were bought with something more precious than gold or silver. That is really important to remember. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. That means that all of the gold and silver, the precious gems, and the money in your own pocket belongs to God. And God, to whom all things belong, still purchased us at a price more precious than the most valuable and precious things this world can offer. So no longer can the things of this world hold claim to our lives. Hear me on this. We are the resurrection people. We were bought with that which does not perish. We were bought with that which is more valuable than all the riches of this earth. We were bought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, our Lord. Jesus, by whom and through whom all things on heaven and earth were created, did not give up his possessions in some sort of worldly transaction. He gave up his own body, his own blood, and there is simply nothing more precious than that. Every worldly treasure can be destroyed by moth and rust and age, but the Lord is forever. And we were purchased with the blood of the Lamb. And because of that, there is nothing on this world that can lay claim to us anymore. No debt collector, no landlord, no boss, no country, no gang, not even the grave. We are people of the resurrection. We live the resurrected life. And when we get this view of the imperishable kingdom, which we have been grafted into by the work of Jesus Christ, the Lord of all, our priorities shift. 
Do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance, church. You are the people of the resurrection. We are a people of the resurrection. We must replace our former ignorance with a commitment to the holiness of God. Holiness. That absolute otherliness of the good Lord. This earth, these kingdoms, these treasures no longer lay claim to us. We are of the imperishable, unshakable, eternal kingdom of God. We are set apart for him who, is who has purchased us with his own purifying blood. We were bought with a price higher than any but God can pay. We were ransomed from futile ways. So, we must lay down that which does not have eternity in view. As he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Church, what does it mean to be holy? It means to be set apart for God's purposes. It does not mean that we do not come lacking in perfection or coming first as exemplary or superior people. We come to God like the common items that were brought to the temple in the Old Testament, once used for common purposes, but sanctified and set apart for new and good purposes, set apart to serve and to witness to the God of all creation. We have got, come to God common, and he has sprinkled us with the uncommon, precious blood of Jesus Christ and made us holy. Now we are set apart for his kingdom. To be a people of the resurrection is to be a people set apart for God's kingdom and for his purposes. Like I said, the things of this world no longer lay claim to us. And in turn, we no longer lay claim to the things of this world. Because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. This is why we lay down worldly possessions like the love of wealth and money compared to the blood of Jesus in light of eternity money is fading money is worthless we cannot love it and we must remember it belongs to God anyway this has significant and far-reaching implications for the people of the resurrection. When John baptized people, like we read earlier, the immediate response to what it meant to live a baptized life was to let go of your earthly possessions for the sake of your neighbor. If you have two tunics, if you have food, give one to someone who has none. Be content with your wages. Don't extort from people. If the money is less precious than the blood of Christ, if treasures are only temporary, then you're wasting your time trying to acquire more of them. To hold on to more than what you need and to ignore your neighbor who God valued enough to pour out his own otherworldly precious blood for is ignorant, it's unholy, and it's nonsensical. In Acts 
the apostles were giving their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, there was not a needy person among them. As many as had were laying it at the apostles' feet to be distributed to those who had not. They did not view these fading worldly possessions as valuable or as their own, only means to care for one another, to care for that which God held as valuable, their brothers and their sisters, their neighbors, those like themselves who had been bought with the precious blood of Christ. Church, people of the resurrection no longer lay claim to worldly possessions because worldly possessions no longer lay claim to them. That's why Barnabas could confidently lay everything down at the feet of the apostles for his love of neighbor because he, like we are now, was a part of the people of the resurrection. Don't be like Ananias and Sapphira who became conformed to the passions of their former ignorance and let the perishable, the world, and the grave lay claim to them. Church, people of the resurrection with eternity in view who are no longer held by any claims of the earth must respond with the holy generosity of God. Christ was generous enough to lay down his life for you, so you should be generous with the resources you have at hand. We are the resurrection people. We value people over money. So lay down your love of money and take up God's holy generosity. With eternity in mind, brotherly love is the only logical progression. Having purified your souls by your obedience to the truth for a sincere brotherly love, love one another earnestly from a pure heart since you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable through the living and abiding word of God. Malice deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander also belong to the perishable passions of this earth. We look to the kingdom of God. We know that on the last day when all are raised up to stand before God in that final judgment, no lie can cover the truth. God knows all. God sees all. Even that which we devise quietly in our hearts in the dead of the night, God sees plainly. No lie will last, no slander will stand, as we, with our sober minds set on the hope of grace, await the revelation of Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, the way, the truth, and the life. We await Days when every lie will perish and only truth will remain. So slander, hypocrisy, and deceit all serve the perishable. Love your brothers and sisters in truth. Because truth will stand. Truth will last. Truth will demolish every single lie. And it's foolish and it's ignorant to hold on to lies. 
We are people of the resurrection. We live in the holy truth of God. We must not defile ourselves with petty squabbles, gossip, or lies. Because to be a people of the resurrection, holy, set apart, purchased with the precious blood of Christ, born again of imperishable seed to a new kingdom, we must love one another with a pure, brotherly, sisterly love. Who am I to devalue them which God has so loved? Who am I to slander another when God has called me a sinner? God has called me, comma, a sinner, his beloved child, made pure by his sacrifice and not my own. Who am I to place worth on the earthly identifiers when God has claimed me generously through no merit of my own, just as my sister, my brother in Christ? Who am I to value the things of this world, the temporary and ignorant passions of this present darkness above the unshakable and precious Christ and his kingdom? These are the questions we must ask ourselves as people of the resurrection. We must confront the pull back to the claims of this world and conduct ourselves with fear according to the gracious, generous, holy hope we have been granted by the work of God on the cross. Church, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. There is nothing on earth to compare to his love, his glory, or his generosity. There is no excuse for malice and envy, deceit, hypocrisy, slander, greed, or hate in light of the eternal graciousness of God. Because we are a people of the resurrection and we live a resurrected life. We know that everyone has the same potential to be bought by the blood of Jesus. That we will spend eternity in the unity we share in Christ by the Holy Spirit. We know that it is not by our merits, but by the love God has poured out on us that we are invited into his family. And so we offer love without expectation of return. We offer love in the face of hatred because Jesus Christ, the Son of God, laid down his life while we were still sinners. Be holy as God is holy. Live with the imperishable in view. Let the eternal kingdom of God, the purifying and precious blood of the Lamb, and the gracious hope of the revelation of Jesus Christ inform your every action. Love God because he first loved you. Love your neighbor because God first loved you. We are a people of the resurrection. So let us keep our eyes fixed on his perfect and imperishable kingdom, if indeed we have tasted and seen that the Lord is good. Jesse, you can go ahead and get the kids. Because of this, in light of the resurrection, I invite you all to live in the truth of the kingdom come.
This is Easter season. These next few weeks, respond to the holy generosity of God by being wholly generous. Seriously. Bring a gift to church to give to somebody else. Whether it's a couple of dollars you slip into somebody's hand for a Pentecostal handshake, or by using your God-given talent of baking delicious bread to remind your brother or sister to taste and see that the Lord is good. Clean out your closets. If you have a couple of tunics, give the extras away to people who need some. Kids, as you come up, I'm telling everybody to be generous. So you go home and you look through your toys and think of something that you can give your neighbor or your friend at church. Be generous. And if you have envy or malice or slander or any deceit that you need to get rid of, lay it down before, before God. Speak life and truth. And the lasting word of God. Lay down your own unforgiveness. Forgive any debts. Be generous in material and immaterial ways. And so, prophetically remind the grave that it holds no power over you. Because we are a people of the resurrection. We serve the imperishable, the imperishable, not the perishable. Amen? So I invite you now to stand, to prepare your hearts to feast at this table where God continues to give of himself freely. And ask God to help you to be generous and holy as he is holy and generous. Resurrection Assembly of God. Christ has died. Christ has risen. Christ will come again. May 8th, 2022. Today's scriptures are Deuteronomy chapter 15, verses 1 through 11. 1 Peter 1, verses 13 through 25. And Acts chapter 2, verses 42 through 47. All things common.